Hi, it's David Debbie here of the David Janovic Show on KSL News Radio. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast and also catch our show live on KSL News Radio. Now, you don't need a keyword to listen to us, but if you want to win the AirPods, keyword Beehive. Good job, Dave. So text that keyword to 57500 and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. And be sure to listen for a new keyword next week and every week this February for even more chances to win. Live from Utah's Capitol Hill, this is Eye on the Hill. 15 days remaining. Here are Dave Noriega and Debbie Dejanovic on KSL News Radio. It wasn't very long ago that Utah lawmakers uh, were considering uh, talking about a ban on cell phones in public school classrooms and they they basically abandoned that idea and the governor um, a few months ago sent out a letter to school districts um, and to you know people who run schools and said you know strongly consider uh, keeping cell phones out of classrooms and setting up a special area uh, for those cell phones to land while kids are in class because we know it's impacting, you know, their mental health. We know it's impacting learning. Well, now there's this new Deseret News poll, Dave, that shows almost 70% of Utahns who are asked about um, banning cell phones in classrooms say, yeah, they're on board with that. So there is a ton of support for this. Can I tell you a little bit of a story this morning? <laughs> I text my 13-year-old. Uh, before he goes to school, and I said, hey, uh, I, I thought there was a new cell phone policy. So speaking to the the fact that I think schools are feeling emboldened and empowered to start cracking down on some of this because of what the governor said. So I had heard rumors that they were going to have a new cell phone policy. So I was like, hey, what what's that new cell phone policy in your school? And in typical 13-year-old fashion, I get a, why? <laughs> Like, don't worry about why, buddy. Just tell me what's going on. And this is what he said. He said, uh, apparently, uh, if, you, if you get it taken away, if you're using it, teachers can take it away, and they send it to the office, and then you got to go pick it up. Uh, if it happens a second time, then you have to have a meeting with the parents. The parents got to be called in to come get it. And if it happens a third time, then it's the kid, the parents, and the principal. So I think schools are starting. Oh, yeah, it escalates. So I think schools are already starting to feel empowered, emboldened. They see stats like this where 70% of folks are like, oh, yeah, ban phones in classrooms. And now they're starting to crack down. Well, and your child attends, I don't know if it asks for junior specifics, high, yeah. junior high in the in the, da- in the Davis County area. And yeah. we know um, Weber District has also implemented this in, in certain schools. We spoke uh, to the district spokesperson a couple of weeks ago about it. And they were, he was actually saying, you know, we're kind of surprised this is taken on a, as a news story because the schools have been doing this for a little bit of time now. And everybody seems to embrace it. I think it's be awesome as a child to be able to park your phone. And that was my experience when I told my kids to park their phones overnight because I got worried that they were being interrupted. Their sleep was being interrupted with notifications and maybe they woke up in the middle of the night for some reason. And then out of curiosity, they were checking their cell phones. So we had them 
park their phones on the kitchen counter. And my oldest child, who was still in high school one morning, said, I th- I'm so grateful you did that because I didn't realize how much that was interrupting my sleep. And now let's not forget that the Granite School District um, has a, a school there. I think it was Evergreen Junior High last year, uh, Ben Horsley, good morning, that I saw on Instagram that they were asking kids to park their phones in their backpacks or not bring them into class. Am I remembering that post right? And I thought you guys are the first one through the wall on this. Uh, there's a couple of schools in our district, including Evergreen, that are bell to bell, meaning we don't want to see it on campus at all. Uh, so it can be in your backpack, should not be on your person. Um, but if, if that gets pulled out on campus, you better have a valid reason for, for doing so. What happens if they do get caught? Uh, same type of protocol you've already kind of explained there. Uh, it's kind of a three strikes you're out uh, model where, you know, the, the, the punishments, the consequences escalate. Ben Horsley with the Granite School District live on the line uh, talking about um, kids in the Granite District uh, being asked to park their cell phones in their backpacks bell to bell. So all day long. And if they have to pull it out, there better be a a good reason to do so. I'm, I'm curious how the kids are, are feeling with their with their phones in their backpacks. You know, it, whenever you implement something like this, and some of these policies have been in place for one to two years already, so uh, it's a lot easier, obviously, if expectations are set and established well in advance. So uh, when kids know and understand uh, the restrictions and the why behind them, um, they're a lot more amenable to uh, uh, participating. They do see an uptick in their social interactions, uh, their conversations. Um, they they do see the benefits. They don't always want to admit it, uh, but they recognize that, that they're actually in a better place as a result for it. What have you heard from teachers when it comes to cell phones? Uh, everything. Uh, this is the worst thing ever to, I don't make me manage this. Uh, I think a lot of concerns with the statewide mandate and a law that uh, teachers were looking forward to the state passing that and having the impetus to be able to say, well, it's state law, sorry. And uh, obviously that didn't happen. Um, we, we need to support teachers when they do have those policies, when they did have those policies in, in, in the past. And so this, this letter from the governor, again, has provided some additional coverage now, because we we are still seeing and hearing from some students and irate parents who want to be able to call their parent, uh, their student in the middle of class, and we still see that happening on a regular basis. So uh, you can imagine that uh, teachers want to feel supported when they're trying to provide quality instruction and learning at, in the middle of class in school. One of the things that makes me a little nervous, Ben, as teachers are trying to enforce this, uh, and I've seen this on social media where kids get so hyper-protective over their phone and so afraid to let go of it that it leads into a big altercation with the teacher. I've even seen physical altercations between a teacher that's trying to crack down on this. Uh, how how much of a concern is that? We've not seen that. to the Again, implementation is a huge part of this. You don't just do this one day, right? You build up to it. I, I know in my own kids' junior high with that letter, uh, they just recently enforced, uh, enacted a, a school ban. Uh, they do allow them during lunchtime, but not, a, not between class breaks. Um, and so it was kind of a gradual, hey, we're going to start this week. We're going to be educating kids. We're not going to take away phones. We're just going to remind them of the new policy. But then starting this next week, and that kind of alleviates as you implement that slowly, that reminds kids, gives them a chance to, 
to deal with that emotion uh, that comes to that, frankly, addiction uh, to their cell phone device. And, and frankly, all of us as adults would experience the same thing. So we don't want to just go cold turkey. <laughs> we want to kind of slowly, slow roll this implementation. That's true. If you took mine away for seven hours a day, I probably would hyperventilate. Ben Horsley, thank you for joining us. I want to take live phone calls uh, while we uh, continue our live coverage here from Capitol Hill. Um, would you like lawmakers to implement a statewide ban on cell phone use um, in classrooms? Let's ask for some live calls. Instead of leaving it up uh, on a district or school level or on a child and for a child to decide, do you think lawmakers need to take a stronger stance on cell phone use in classrooms by banning them during instructional time? 801-575-TALK. 801-575-TALK. Look forward to hearing your voices live. We continue our live coverage of the 2024 general session of the Utah State Legislature from Capitol Hill next. Hi, it's Dave and Debbie here of the Dave and Dejanovic Show on KSL News Radio. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast and also catch our show live on KSL News Radio. Now you don't need a keyword to listen to us, but if you want to win the AirPods, keyword Beehive. Good job, Dave. So text that keyword to 57500 and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. And be sure to listen for a new keyword next week and every week this February for even more chances to win. A special edition of Dave and Dejanovic, Eye on the Hill, 15 days remaining on KSL News Radio. Taking your live phone calls, 801-575-TALK, as we continue to broadcast live from Utah's Capitol Hill. And the question that we're trying to get to with our callers right now is, are you with the 69% of Utahns, according to a Deseret News uh, poll, who would like to see cell phones banned in schools. And I added a layer to that question, and that is, would you like to see lawmakers do the banning? Right now we have schools and um, districts dealing with it on a case-by-case, school-by-school basis. Yeah, and I guess kind of like parenting, every district's going to be different. Some people are going to be, I'm going to be the cool dad. And I'm going to let them have cell phones, and we're going to teach them how to use them appropriately. Then there's going to be the, you know, the, the very hardcore teacher that says, no, absolutely not, nothing, zero. If, if it's out, it's mine. And right now that's kind of how it is. There is no standard in the state that every teacher in every district can just kind of interpret and figure out how they want to enforce it on their own. We just talked to Ben Horsley, spokesperson of the Granite District, and the schools there in their district um, will, it's bell to bell, leave it in the backpack. Um, and if you take it out, it better be for a good reason. Hudson from Riverton, uh, thanks so much for calling us. Hey, I've got a comment that came from my daughter. She didn't say anything about this. It's just that I hear this from her. She says, her kids call home all the time on their cell phone, and they can't get away from their cell phone. And I said, well, they're doing something about this with the legislature. She, she says, I sure hope they do. She says, because it's a problem, and I, and it's just, it, if it doesn't come from us, then who's it going to come from, you know? Yeah, and the legislature uh, kind of decided not to move forward with some proposals uh, in, re- in the recent past uh, to ban cell phones statewide. Would you like to see that happen, Hudson? Oh, absolutely. At schools, you bet. I mean, that just distracts from people getting a good education. We appreciate your phone call. One, uh, one, more, one more quick. Can I have one, one more quick thought? You bet. What's up? I had to go to. I had to go to the dentist, 
this morning and I missed you guys were they were going you were going to say something or somebody was coming up the fireworks issue. Yeah. Did you talk about that? What did you yeah, what was you, the reason? Well, let me ask you first, Hudson, do you like fireworks or do you not like fireworks? I like fireworks, but I don't like them in the neighborhoods. Oh, well, then you're going to be disappointed to find out that uh, September 17th is Constitution Day in Utah, and there's a proposal on Capitol Hill that people can light off fireworks on Constitution Day. One day. Which is like mid-September, so they're going to add more fireworks for the cul-de-sac dads shows. Here's the problem with this. There there were some neighbors that were letting off some of that big, tall fireworks, and, and they were doing after hours. And, you know, when you call the police department or you call the fire department, department they passed the buck neither one of them wants to deal with it in fact one guy said i could give a dang less i was using nice words there i could give a dang less if they didn't burn the whole damn city down with their fireworks so there's no there's there's no support yeah well um hudson stay safe out there Uh, (laughs) i know you're i hear your frustration Bye. Uh, bye yeah call us anytime for the dentist chair too we don't mind hi robert What's your feeling on cell phone banning in schools? Go ahead. I'm going to show. I'm going to show how old I am. I graduated from Cambria Friesland High School in Wisconsin in 1978. So during the 60s and 70s, I had Mr. Finnegan Stalker, who looked like Lurch on the Adams Family. He would come up to you, grab you by the hair, and shake you, which is actually assault and battery. And if you went and complained to your parents, your parents agreed with Mr. Stalker. He would have taken a cell phone. If we had cell phones in 1969, he would have taken the cell phone out of your hand. He would have dropped it on the floor, and he would have stomped on it on his foot, and he would have said, you do this again, and I will slap you. He slapped students. Believe me, nobody ever filed a lawsuit. Nobody ever complained to the school board. And that's where the song came from, Pink Floyd, Leave Those Kids Alone. I'm laughing now, (laughs) but I'll tell you what. This this, this 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 baloney would not have been tolerated by Mrs. Miller, Mr. Miller, yeah. Finnegan Stalker. His name really was Finnegan Stalker. Mrs. <laughs> Sanderson, she used the ruler. She would hit you with a ruler. They can't do that today. I well, I wasn't days. that far behind you in graduating from high school, Robert. I mean, a few years behind you, but I remember there were some tough roads for a lot of kids in elementary school, for sure, because times were different. I mean, they didn't put up with anything. I don't even think uh, one of the kids got called down to the office, and I don't even think his feet touched the floor all the way down. They, were. <laughs> they, they took him down. The teacher took him down to the office, personal delivery. And he went right into the principal's office, and all we could think of was, we don't know if he's going to come out okay. Not that I can own. I don't. You know, that was that was. Those were some hard times, but it was far different than it is today. I don't think teachers would take phones cell phones and crush them we just want to know if you think the legislature should um kind of ban them across the state caitlin johnston our producer um did you have a finnegan stalker um in your high school as a teacher (laughs) i had actually very similar teachers i had a teacher i'll say his name jorg people probably know if they're from carbon county but if you were doing anything wrong or if you were falling asleep, he would slam books on the desk and we would all just be <laughs> jolted. But there were a, we didn't get away with this. And I'm I I'm considered a zillennial millennial. But every time I hear that phones are allowed in classrooms, I am baffled because that was just not the case. We couldn't even have them at lunch. It once the bell rang at the begin in the morning and once three o'clock hit, that's when those are that you could not have a phone. Um, and so I was sneaking them. And if you got caught with one, it was $50. There were no three a strikes. Fine. Yeah, there was a fine. And 
Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. It, 50 this is, bucks? This is why I'm baffled that they allow them, because I, I do think Problem it's Problem solved. And you grew, up, you grew up in Utah in Carbon County. Yeah, a small town. Uh, <laughs> a remote part of the state that you have to drive through to get to um, Grand... Moab? Moab. Uh, Grand, Grand Junction as well. Grand Junction yeah. in Moab. Okay. So now we've got the visual on the way. So small town. And you had a cell phone. Was it a smartphone? Yes. Um, once I got into high school, yes, I had a flip phone more going into like junior high. They, it, I, This is why I feel like I have an interesting perspective because I, I grew up in elementary without it, got basic phone, and then they started to develop and get more advanced kind of in high school. So it just was this phase of kind of figuring it out but they were so strict with it and we still used them in class but it was like hiding it under your leg hiding it in the backpack you and took some, a chance well so, sometimes it was really obvious and the teachers just gave up but I just I don't think I think there's a middle ground to having them in the backpack if there's an emergency if if the kids have discipline but they are a distraction I can't even imagine okay that. so I got a text from a substitute teacher that says I substitute in high schools and whenever I bring that up, that's exactly what the high school kids say. They have either a, a mental health issue or they have a family emergency. And she's like, what do we what do we do with that? Like, how am I supposed to address that? Yeah, I think there's, there's a middle ground. I don't, I just, but it's, yeah, for the most part, it should be a consensus that they just aren't in the classroom. So, on, you shouldn't be so on them. So from your experience in um, elementary or middle in high school, things have swayed the other way they, yeah it's okay. it's it's mind-boggling to me i didn't know that they were even allowed until last year when this conversation got louder okay, so you just so thought they kept i was like no they... they're not allowed in school what do you mean <laughs> and let me not. let me just say and i've talked to a lot of high school kids about this they are used to cheat up and down mm, all day I long it, for sure. cheat 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 from the cell phone Boyd Matheson joining us next, of course, of Inside Sources. Uh, and the twist that he's looking at is regarding uh, name, image, and likeness. And looking into whether contracts with college athletes locally should be open for public view and public scrutiny. Next.